This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. It is Wednesday, hump day, and I got a very special guest for you today on the Patriot Cause. John Needham is a great friend of mine in this awesome state of Alabama, and I would screw up introducing this great man because <laughs> it's so much better when somebody can tell you where they're from, what they believe in, other than some idiot that's wearing this weird Marine hat, trying to figure out uh, how to introduce somebody. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce to you John Needham, and he'll tell us who he is. But what a wonderful introduction. I appreciate that. So uh, like, like, you know, like, he, like the man said, my name is John Needham. Uh, and I, you know, it, 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 so what's for dinner? <laughs> you know, I love it. Yes. <laughs> and what's Absolutely for dinner? love it. You know, uh, so I, you know, Bud found me, you know, under a bush and thought that I had some uh, good stories to tell and some good and, and some and some things that that you fellow patriots need to understand here what's happening uh lo locally in the state of Alabama that, that's impacting you. That's that's impacting you, your kids. Uh, potentially, and so I'm originally, just some background information about me, originally from, I'm from Huntsville, Alabama, but my roots come from Randolph County, Alabama. Uh, my, uh, my, both my, my parents were government workers, and so, uh, you know, if I get my insanity, I get it right. Uh, it's true. <laughs> it's, it's right. So, um, I went to Auburn, two-time graduate, War Eagle, uh, went out in the business world, uh, sold some stuff, and right now I'm partially retired. And, I'm, I'm, and I and, and so what am I doing now? I'm fighting to keep us free. I'm fighting for our freedom. I'm fighting for our natural rights. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you, John. It's a you know it's a, it's the pleasure with being able to host a podcast and host an environment where true patriots can talk back and forth and. If ever a liberal wants to come on here, I would welcome them. But that's the issue is we have a hard time in the separation of this country of, of getting the truth and getting other people to speak about how they feel, which is a sad situation. Doesn't matter what political aspect that you have. We can't resolve the issues that we have, unless we can talk about it, unless we can come to a table together. And unfortunately, uh, we have to deal with, uh, with people thinking that their voice doesn't matter. Of course it matters. That's what freedom of speech is. That's what freedom in America is, is your ability to speak your mind and work together to compromise, to come to a solution that every 
person in America can live together with in a, in a great society. And we're facing tremendous, tremendous fight on the aspect of speech. And it, it's just, it's appalling that people would think that speech is, or, you know, an idea or somebody that's talking is offensive to somebody. It's going to be offensive because it may not be, you know, who you are or what you are, but it, you can't resolve it if, if you just ignore it and walk away and don't have that discussion. So today, today, John, um, what I want us to, to, to kind of talk about is what's going on in Alabama, specifically dealing with our education system, with critical race theory, you know, or, you know, the bills that were are being introduced to, to help control this. It's, it's a Marxist idea. It's communism in our backyard. And unless people fight back, unless we say something and, and present ourselves either at school boards or, you know, festivals, meetings, whatever, any place that we can say going, look, we got to think about this. We got to understand what these absolutely evil people are doing. Or we're going to be subject to the rule of these people. But you, you hit the nail straight on the head. Um, I'm going to tell you, uh, it was two weeks ago, I attended a, uh, a, a small group meeting of, of, of great minds in Mountain Brook. And they, you know, I came in, the, I, I'll tell you this, I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest with you and the viewers. Guys, I went straight into this, in, into this conversation thinking, you know, the time for talking is over. It's now time to fight, you know, make sure that my guns are loaded. You know, if, if, I mean, I, I'm worried about the mob coming down the street. I'm worried about that situation that happened in St. Louis last summer with the, with the lawyer and his wife. I'm worried yeah. about that situation. That's, 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 and it can happen here. It can actually happen here. But, but when, I, when, I was, when I told these folks around the, the table my story, one of, the, one of the gentlemen spoke up and he said, well, what we've lost here uh, and is the ability to compromise. We're, we've lost the, 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 the we, which, makes, which, which, make, which has traditionally made America great is our ability to compromise. So let's talk, okay? And to your point, uh, whenever you want to talk to these people, whether you want to call them leftists, whether you want to call them, call them Marxists, socialists, whatever they are, they don't want to talk facts. Okay, they, 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 in, in their, in their, in their, in their minds, what I have found out is that these poor people, they want to, they want to wash the past away, and they want to make whatever world is that they want to make today. Day one, right? you know, like God made the world on August the 25th, 2021, and everything that went before is, why, is, is gone. We're not going to talk about that. And so this man reminded me that I have the duty to try to compromise because the only other option that's left to us is revolution and conflict. 
what do you think? You know, what, 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 well, what? see the when we use the word revolution, many of us in this country want to go back to 1776, which is rightfully so, where you got to pick up arms to do a revolution. Well, we've had many revolutions in this country and can be labeled like that. The difference is instead of picking up the arms, they're picking up signs. They're, they're going out there and from what I consider from the freedom of speech aspect is legal and should be allowed where people come together in masses, hold signs, speak microphones and talk to it. What is a now revolution is not picking up the arms. What they're doing instead is they're destroying property. They're, they're doing a revolution that we can't comprehend it. And that's the difference. It, in 1776, after America became America and Declaration of Independence, and you know, we started forming in this country, if there was a mob <laughs> that decided say, you know, 1800, decided to go around and destroy a, you know, small town and, you know, try to burn a barbershop down or whatever, hundreds of people would be out there with this. Yes. And, and they would just, you know, they'd wipe them out because that is not appropriate. But today, for whatever reason, Americans don't feel that way anymore. They, they, they are so apathetic. As long as you're not burning my house down, what in the world do I have to do with it? Exactly. Why, why am I involved as long as you don't burn my house down? If, if they burn America down, your house and your property is in America. And eventually it will come to you. Eventually, yeah, and, and the, the last thing I'm gonna say about this is you know, the, the, the US military is designed to fight the wars over there, mm -hmm. not here, right? We're not designed for that purpose, and rightfully so. We see the impact that the world's making, and thus we want to make sure that you know people are gonna die, they're not gonna die on our grounds, they're gonna die in the, the foreign grounds. Well, this is what's happening in America. And they're saying, well, as long as you don't come to the state of Alabama and burn my business down, do I care about what happens in Philadelphia and Portland and Washington state? That's, that's, it's a revolution, but it's not, <laughs> it's just not this revolution, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You know, uh, it's, it's interesting uh, that uh, John Adams in 1815 in a letter, and I can't remember who, who he was writing to, but he specifically said that the war ended when the war ended, but the revolution will only end when Americans decide it in their minds. Yep. So that to me was either a reference to a, a, a metaphor Okay, it was either reference to a metaphor or it was probably one of the most socialist comments 
what our, <laughs> our founding fathers could have said, you know, but it, it, dep it depends on how you want to take it, you know, because you can, you, you can run that in several different ways. Um, I, you know, I think our, our first, right now, we, you and I, bud, are are, we are executing our First Amendment rights of free speech. Yeah. We're talking freely and we're, and we're, 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 we're trying to, to diagnose the issues that we're seeing that a patient is saying uh, that a patient that, that is bleeding out on the table right now. And America is bleeding out on the table. But right here, I'm going to just tell you something. Those same seeds of revolution, the same seeds are coming to Alabama and they have been planted a long time ago in the form of socialism and Marxism. I want to tell you and your viewers how that's currently happening and with a specific example. And it deals with critical race theory. And mm -hmm. I think you and I know that how, how, how big a subject that is, especially here in Alabama. But for your viewers who don't know, critical race theory is a theory. It's, it's a theory. And it, it, it's one that deals with the oppressor versus oppressed relationship. And you don't have to be a white versus black. It can be black versus black. Uh, or it could be a class conflict. We have someone who's richer or poor. So it's either class or race. It just, you take that, and what you do is you take that example and you apply the theory to it, okay? Define that oppressed versus oppressor relationship. And so what's happening right now in the state of Alabama in regards to CRT, the, 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 the state, the Alabama State Board of Education just recently came out with a resolution against supremacist languages. Uh, the, and, it, and the vote came down among party lines. It was seven to two. Okay, it was a seven to two vote. And what I find very interesting, if you go back in time a little bit to June, to the June meeting of the Alabama Board State Board of Education, Ed Mackey comes out the door. Okay, and he's got a little piece of paper in his hand, and he sits down at the table and says, "Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm I just came out of a meeting with the governor, and so, and this is on a YouTube video. I'm not everything you you know you can you can you can fact check this. And he sits down. I've got this little piece of paper here, and the and, and the governor's going to make this clear. And I'm speaking with the I'm speaking for the governor. In fact, she's not here, but I'm going to speak for the governor. And the governor and I, we don't want to have supremacist languages taught here in the state. And you know." It, it's just that way, and it's going to be that way. And so we're here to decide what the resolution is going to say. Well, that's great and wonderful and fine, but the resolution in itself has no teeth in it. it in other words, I can be a teacher at the, at the local level, and I can still teach some form of CRT. I can still teach. I, if I was on the board making a recommendation to you know to to to, to my school board. School boards has no, there's, they are under no obligation, under no obligation to take what the board gives and, and, and actually do it. There's no teeth in that, which allows other extremists, extremist uh, organizations like the ADL, the Southern Poverty Law Center, or even the, our, our general government to come in and do a back-end approach to talk to these people about are you doing, do you have an equity program? Do you have a diversity program? And so they've come out with this statement saying, here this August, and it was approved a few weeks ago, we're not going to have these, these, these ideologies taught in our classrooms in the state. Like I said, no teeth. 
And I think that's only because the governor wants to look good. And I won't say only wants to look good for the coming election because of what's going on. Now, keep, keep in mind, if I was a magician, we're gonna keep, I'm gonna dazzle you what's going on my, with my right hand, but I'm gonna trick you with my left hand. Over here, if I was Governor Ivy, I've got another little department called the, the Alabama Department of Archives and History. And I've got a little guy over here, his name is Steve Murray and the board. And I'm gonna have them prom possibly promoting critical race theory through a statement that they recently made, that, I'm, I'm sorry, that they made last year. So, and you're gonna say, what? You're gonna say, you know, bud, you're saying, John, tell me more about that. Well, here we go. You've got one state agency, the Board of Education saying, you know, we're fighting CRT, but then we've got this other agency over here supporting it. And you're gonna say, well, John, how are they supporting it? Well, last year they made a statement, okay? It was only a few weeks after George Floyd's death. And within this little statement, it says that America's systemically racist. So, Bud, among, amongst other things, okay, you know, the, the, the statement is also kind of funny. It, it makes two other claims that the department, when it was founded, it was rooted in racism. Two, the department currently employs too many white people. <laughs> okay, so what is the governor saying here? So in 2020, with this department, with the archives, she says, she says CRT is okay, but in 2021, with this department, she's saying it's not. I think we all can agree that we got 2022 coming up and she wants to look good for everybody. Yep. Because neither statement has any teeth, okay? Neither statement, it's, just, it's like you and I coming together and saying that that tree is blue. <laughs> and not green okay that that's all it is um i actually got in touch with steve murray i actually wanted i wanted to fact check this document i actually got in touch with the guy and i asked him what are your facts tell me what your facts are i want you to tell me how did you come to this conclusion well in an email and an email that he sent me, he said, quote, unquote, the document is not one of scholarship. It's not one of scholarship. And I said, it's only an agency statement. And I said, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> exactly. What, what does that mean? And so, in other words, that tells me you have no facts to back up your claim. That, I mean, that, that means, so you're just standing on a soapbox that I'm paying for my tax dollars so you can say that the sky is green, okay? That's how ludicrous, that's how ludicrous. And I'm gonna just tell you, the viewers who are watching this, letters have been sent to Governor Ivey's office. Protests have been made online and in person at the archives. And what we need, and you can coordinate and, and you can contact Bud and Bud can give you, Bud, if you give Bud your phone number and email address, he can get it to me. But every quarter, it's our goal to have protesters at the Board of Trustees meeting in Montgomery to say that we null and void the statement. Now, you might be asking me, you might be saying, John, well, what's the good is that going to do? It pokes, it takes this finger and pokes it in their eye, okay, until they get so tired of it 
Maybe they take it down. They probably won't. But what we want to do is we want to irritate them and irritate them and irritate them and irritate them because they don't speak for the majority of Alabamians. The majority of Alabamians, going back to your, your point of apathy, it's, it's, it, that's a pandemic, okay? <laughs> Let's talk about, if we want to talk about pandemics, Alabamians, like most of the nation, suffer from this general uh, illness of apathy. And so I'm looking for a few patriots to meet me down there every quarter so we can use and exercise our First Amendment rights of free speech to tell these people in a very nice way that their statement is null and void, uh, among other things. Uh, and that, that, the, 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 the archives, Bud, I'm just going to tell you, uh, the, the, I'm going to give you some history about Steve Murray. Steve Murray was born in Texas. Okay, he was a transplant, got his BA in history at Louisiana College Shreveport. He then moved up to, uh, he moved up to, to, to Alabama, to Auburn, a guy's MBA at Auburn in history. He then somehow managed to get a job with the Alabama Review, which is a small historical news pamphlet that the state puts out. Okay, and then he was suddenly put in charge of the Encyclopedia of Alabama online as the chief editor. And then in 2013, he was uh, hired to be the executive director of the uh, of, of the archives. Um, interesting thing about the man, though, his master's thesis was on Martin Luther King Jr. Nothing wrong about that. But within this master's thesis, it has two words, socialism and socialists, <laughs> okay? And typically historians write about the thing that they are passionate about. And so you gotta think about, you gotta think about what's going on up here? You know, is he is he is he out there trying to be a, 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 a an active a political activist warrior, or is he trying, or, or 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 is he an executive director? I think he's more of a social activist myself. Sure. Um, anyway, your opinion. What, what, tell me your no, opinion. No, absolutely. There's there's many of these politicians that are now implanted that you know have the social mindsets or whatever. Here's how simple this is. You made a statement that's that said multiple times, even even this is which weird about it, right? Even the national press will say it over and over again. Think about what I'm gonna say. America is systemically racist. Let me say it again. America is systemically racist. <laughs> All right, so let's let's just take those three little words and break it down. And I think it's going to have a better understanding of what you're talking about. If America, <laughs> this is I, I can't help but laugh. And the reason I I have to laugh is because it's it's really so sad what's going on. If America is systemically racist, systemically racist, then every everybody in America. It's, it's not that they're saying, okay, the white people in America are racist. They're saying America 
is racist. That is propaganda at its highest level. That, and, and, and the politicians and the government are fighting back in a very bad way to that statement because they're taking that statement as being truth. And if it is true to this state federal government, then they're going to do whatever it takes to highlight whatever it takes <laughs> to fix that problem. And it just, it blows my mind. How, how can us as Americans, number one, stand by with that statement, which is absolutely not true. If it was true, if that statement was true, then they would be the elites over here, which would be probably maybe 20% of the nation and everybody else would be in bondage. Then it would make sense. It would make, wait a minute, they're racist against all the 80% of Americans. No, this is a political twist, a guide. And like you're talking about, Steve is an individual that has sucked up the Kool-Aid and thinks that socialism is what can solve this ideology of understanding of complete racism across the country. So what you're saying derives from the theory, the critical race theory and the mindset of three things. Because critical race theory didn't just pop up. It's been around, but that spun off of what they call critical theory. Yep. Right? In the beginning right, of the correct. 20s. Right? So this, they tried different ways. <laughs> they tried this in the 60s with the civil rights movement and all that, which, by the way, we got some great laws to get us back on track and understanding that, yes, that some people were oppressed. So we put laws in place to prevent that, like the voting laws and all that, which is great. But see, it's not good enough. This is not good enough for a socialist. A socialist wants everybody to be equal, not equality, equal equality is based upon your ability to go out and progress in the world and if i have better abilities better knowledge better better education i'm going to progress better than somebody else but if you take a person which we see over and over again especially over the last 10 years they have no freaking clue how to do the job that they're doing. But socialism puts them in there because they have to be equal. Prime example of that is this man, lady, whatever she wants to call herself in the Obama administration or the health department oh, or whatever, right? Yeah, it's a prime right. example. That person is not educated or has the experience to be able to be in that position. But because of the equality framework, 
framework that these people are putting together, this is what's happening. Let me ask you something, bud. Uh, how can you have an equitable outcome? And equ now I'm going to talk about equitable. How can you have an equitable outcome in sports? How can you have an that's that's like that's like two football teams that go out in the field and 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 and, and we come back zero to zero. And regardless of the effort, it's zero zero. It's going to be in 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 school. I mean, if I got a hundred on test, that was the best. I mean, I, I was that was the best. Okay, you didn't want to go past. You didn't really. You, you don't want to go past sixty five. You know, but it, it, you have tests. You have, you know, these people that want an equitable outcome. They're going to be. They're people who are naturally smarter than others. In other words, they're people who are. I can't write computer. I can't write computer code to save my life. Okay, but right. God bless those that can. There's someone out there who can write computer code. Guess what? He's making he's he's making a lot more money than I am. I don't I don't judge him to be, I don't feel like in that case that I'm oppressed. It's just because he's smarter and he's able to process the information in his head a little bit better. And good for him, you know. And and, and that I mean that's why we have a, a gold, silver, and bronze medal at the Olympics. You know, you have people who excel and you have people who excel then you have okay you got you know third you got second runner up you know <laughs> you know i mean we're, we we can't all be we can't all get we all can't get a gold medal that's not it because then because guess what if we're all giving gold medals out that puts us back from from race to class okay that takes the whole argument of race out of it Okay, and then what I see is, you know, is the other side. We're going to we're, we're, once they once they once they make this argument for race, they're going to pull the race argument out, and now it's going all of a sudden it's going to go back to, to to the class conflict. Well, they've got more than I've got. Okay, and I, I but I've just I've never seen all the years I've been on this planet the 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 uh, the the the. the the mindset and the culture of a of a people who are willing to take that and use that as a weapon against some other people and, and use that to take power. That to me, in my lifetime, I mean, I'm actually seeing it firsthand, close up, and wow, I mean, uh, I'm, I, that the, the, the whole well, the, well, the whole idea of 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 taking power. I, I think for your viewers, let me just tell you, I'm, I'm I'm rambling on just a little bit now because I'm trying to organize my thoughts. Is that for the average viewer? I'm gonna just tell you a little bit something about myself. But six months ago, I was not a a person who put the dots together to form a picture. Okay, like right here. This picture is a, is a narrative. It's it's actually of the uh, the Irish Brigade at, at Antietam, okay, uh, go, and, and they're marching against the Alabama boys in the bloody lane. This picture is the picture is a, a, is is a simple concept. If you put enough dots on this thing, it paints a picture. The same thing politically. If you watch what the other side is doing in their narrative. And you watch it very closely weekly. You look for keywords. Uh, you can see what they're doing, what they're and what they're not doing. And 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 it was, I'll, I'll say this to illustrate my point. 
So I was doing a lot of uh, research on critical race theory, but at the end of the year, and I started to see uh, towards the springtime that the, uh, the, the, the head of the department, U.S. Department of Education, he came out and said that we are not going to tie grant money to, uh, for, for, uh, and, and CRT together. So, and, and dangle that in front of, and dangle this little caveat out in front of schools uh, as a prerequisite. There's a lot of schools, but in South Alabama, they're in dire financial straits, and they would have jumped on this grant money of $5 million in exchange for, heck yeah, five for $5 million, I'll teach critical race theory, not a problem. You just write me out that check. But we're starting to see this pushback. And I'm gonna say that's from probably La from, from Loudoun County, Virginia. There's a lot of, there's a, you start seeing, you know, the pushback from parents across the nation. And now you're starting to see the, the, the politics as we're coming into the 2022 year election cycle, the midterm elections. You're starting to see the politicians actually now push back and say, okay, I'm not going to talk about CRT anymore. So I'm going to throw the football to the Southern Poverty Law Center, the ADL, the IDRA, and, uh, I'm, uh, the, uh, and these other organizations, okay, that I can privately put money into, okay, and let them push it. Now, something that your viewers need to be aware of in Madison, Alabama, this is Madison City Schools. Ed Nichols on his website, for the school website, actually posted a letter that said that the, our school system has recently contracted with an organization called the IRDA. What does IRDA stand for? It stands for Intercultural Development Research Association. Okay. There's two websites for this organization. You've got the main one. And if you go to their contact us or about us page, it says, hey, guess what? We're, we're, we're a nonprofit. We are a nonprofit. We, 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 we're, we're, we're nonpartisan, blah, 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 blah. But if you dive a little bit deeper, the scary, I'm going to just tell you this. Is, here, here's the boo. Okay, <laughs> here's the boo. They're an actual arm of the U.S. Department of Education. Absolutely. They're an arm of the U.S. Department of Education, and we're a part of what they call Federal District Number Two. Okay, and they teach CRT, or they're 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 in charge of developing inclusive, equity, diversion, inclusion programs. Okay, and so what is the federal government doing in Madison, Alabama? Okay, that's the, 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 the you, you follow me? You, there's some, there, I mean, you, you've got, and, and this, I discovered this just months ago, okay? And I guess it just, it, you know, when people tell you that the government, you know, is inside and they're infiltrating, you know, I never used to be that conspiracy guy, but now I am that conspiracy guy because why? I've done my own research. And, and because I want to see what the picture really looks like, I'm making my own picture, and I got news for you. The socialists and Marxists are real. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the whole idea of, of teaching this oppressed versus oppressed relationship is real. And 
I think it has something to do, it might, I think it really has something to do with federal dollars, Common Core, and, you know, it, while they say that educating kids is important, graduation rates are even more important because guess what? The more kids they graduate, the more kids they, they keep in school, the more money these local, or these local um, uh, public school systems get to get from, from the federal government. So what I'm trying to tell you, Patriot, <laughs> is that you need to do your own research. Don't believe, if, don't believe what those other people are telling you. Go and do your own research. I still, I mean, Bud, to, my, to this day, when I went to that website, and, I'm, and I, I read it, and it said, we are going to be in, con we're going to be in contract with this organization. This organization is going to help build an uh, a, 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 a equity, inclusion, diversity program for our school system. And so I went to the website, and it said it was a nonprofit, and then I dove down deeper, and then it said literally the U.S. Department yes. of, of Education. And Absolutely. so... The, the government's high, trying to hide their own intent here, sure. okay? So I would encourage your viewers to go out there, you know, read and research. You know, if you think you have found some evidence of critical race theory, go to the school board, raise it up, talk to them about it. Other things that you can do, I think you, you can file FOIA requests, you know, but you first want to be nice about it, you know, be nice about it. Go to them with hat in hand and say, I think I've got a problem here. And if they don't give you the necessary information, then you can file for your request. Um, I have a good friend here. You can get more, you can get, often you can get more bees with honey than you can vinegar. So you, don't, you always want to be nice about it because some of you, because you don't know whether these, not all these people are our adversary. Some of these right. people are just caught up in the moment and, 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 and they, might, they might help you. So uh, I'll, I encourage everyone, everyone who's watching this video to be nice and be courteous and respectful to your board members and, and, until they're not respectful back, of course. Right. Okay, you know, what, what's, if, they're, if, they're, if they act suspicious, if they act like they're trying to covet something, that's when you pull out the big when gun. The flag, yeah, the red flags come up. So the other thing that, that John is talking about is the states, the states are responsible for the education in their states. The states receive federal dollars, which if you, again, if you do your homework, believe it or not, the overall picture, what they actually receive from the quote federal government is nothing compared to the dollars that we provide in our state to the education system. But, if you do a per capita measure, the federal government submitting the dollars that they have, they have more power towards the education of a state than the state does. That, that's the confusing part that people don't understand. If I had the option and was able to do anything in this country, the very first thing I would do very first thing is completely eliminate the federal government education department. That's the number one thing we got to do in this country is we got to get the federal government out of the education of each state. If you do not like what your students are being taught in your state, 
then move. It's 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 really that simple. Well, but take because them out. of the system, or take yeah, because of the system and the 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 fear factor of the education system in the state with the unions and the dollars that come from federal, this is what we have to deal with. But you can fight back. We're doing that. Our legislators in Alabama are doing that. HB8, HB9, HB11, all of these different bills that are being introduced, they see this. They see exactly what John's talking about. Do your homework. Go research these bills in Alabama, especially the one that Ed Oliver put together, which is HB9, because in that whole bill, the word CRT is never used. I think it's the one of the best bills ever put together because it breaks it down in detail. So even Dumbo can understand why we need to pass this bill and what the replications are going to be for education, business, and government. So this bill is not just going after the education system. It is cleaning house in Alabama. So that our citizens, doesn't matter who you are, what race you are, where you come from, has the same abilities to become whoever they want through the education system, through a business, and through the government, and not be restricted just based upon the mel melatonin in your skin. Amen. So that's Amen. the good news. So there's always good news and everything. John, we're, we're kind of short on time, so, but brother, I appreciate everything that you just said. You're- uh, Invite me like back. you're saying. You're, Invite yeah, me you're, back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I will. I mean, what you're saying is so important and what you're doing is important. Not only are you educating yourself and you're doing the research, you're reaching out to the great patriots of Alabama to do something. And that's well, I, that 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 is is so valuable today when we got so many people like we're talking about the apathy going, you know, I listen to it. I hear it, but I'm going to sit here until it knocks my front door down. Well, it won't be long. If it hasn't it knocked your door down. And of course, by the time it does. It's going to be too late. That's, you, that's right. You won't have a leg to stand on. That's right. And I appreciate you uh, by giving me an opportunity on your platform to uh, say a few words about what's going on down in Montgomery at the archives. And to your point, HB9, HB8, HB11, I think you said, you know, uh, yes, uh, the, our, our legislators do see what's going on in, you know, and those bills put teeth, they actually put teeth in the fact that, you know, we, we've got teachers out there that have said that regardless of what the Alabama, Alabama State Board of Education says, they're going to teach supremacist ideologies anyway. Well, then we've got to find out who those people are and get them out of here. You know, absolutely. We'll I mean, get there's these consequences. Bills passed and, you know, these bills are going to come with uh, consequences, you know, and, 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 and these consequences you. is not going to be, well, you just going to have to relieve that teacher. So they can go to another school and do it again. No, no. There's well, going to be some some serious replications, you know, to, and, break, and, to breaking these laws. 
And and what's at stake? And Patriots, what's at stake? Bud, what's at stake? And Patriots, what's at stake? I'll tell you what's at stake. It's the it, it's your children and your grandchildren. Amen. From and what we, we what we want them to do is be raised with with respecting the U.S. Constitution, respecting other Americans, respecting their neighbors, and what we don't want them to, to be are I mean I'm going to put it bluntly are bat wielding, uh, brick throwing. Uh, future um, activists for Antifa or Black Lives Matter, because that's that's what's at stake. It's that's it the it's, it's the it's it's our youth. It is. Well, thank you, John. Yes, definitely get you back on the show. Uh, it's a pleasure having you here, and we just got to keep fighting. You know what I mean? You, you can't give up because when you give up, then they'll win. It, That's right. It's really that simple. So again, thank you for coming on the show. And I'm hoping within the next week or two, we can get you back on and we can continue the discussion about Alabama, which is obviously the great state that I live in now. And I'd love to come back on and give you week. updates. I'd love to come back on and give you updates as I have them. In, in oh, that'd be awesome. In regards to awesome. CRT or, or in other areas, yep. you know, Yep. Uh, and if there's anything that I can do to help you, you know, to to progress with, uh, you know, like we're talking about understanding and education and those kind of things that we can put out, just let me know. I'm here for you. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll be talking to you later. Okay. Yep. Bye.